welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Edge Munster. And today we are talking about the history of the haunted house. Ooh. I'm excited. Yeah. I know. I was just, I was trying to think of what a, a fun topic for our first episode of the new year would be. And I just got curious about haunted houses and I wanted to know a little bit more about them and where they came from. I'm so ready. This is one of my favorite little like spooky niches. So I'm I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, most of my information for this episode came from a really great Smithsonian Magazine article um, called The History of the Haunted House. So highly recommend checking that out if you want to read for more updates. Um, but they talked about how obviously, you know, all the way back in ancient times, there's been like history of like scary theatrical experiences. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's stuff from that. But uh, they really talked about how um, Madame Twisades was kind of a start of that sort of idea of like a creepy attraction. Oh, OK. That's cool. Yeah, um, so in 1802 is when uh, Marie Twissade first uh, displayed an exhibition of wax sculptures of decapitated French figures. Um, <laughs> I don't think I realized that that was the start of Madame Tussauds. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she she made like death masks of like guillotined people was like her thing. <laughs> That's incredible. I I truly had no idea. Yeah, and so the... You know, the first permanent exhibition in London uh, was called the Chamber of Horrors. And I think they do still have a portion of the museum today that's called the Chamber of Horrors, although obviously it's moved into a much more like celeb friendly kind of setup. I am literally like sitting here mouth agape that I did not know this. <laughs> that is so wild. Yes, all very, very gory and spooky and so they're talking about then you know obviously you know that's a spooky thing and that kind of got the public interested in this sort of idea of a like a gruesome horror attraction um they also talked about um spooky theater and oh i don't actually know how to say this i was gonna look it up before i started it um but the, oh, the grand going all theater in paris Oh. Which I've read a mil like I've read the words a million times and I'm just now realizing that I don't know how to sing it. So <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so this is actually something. So they're notorious for like on stage, like incredibly graphic stuff. This is what um, if anyone has seen uh, the film interview with the vampire, mm -hmm. this is what like the vampire theater was inspired by and based on. That's awesome. I are they the. I know there's, I actually didn't know the the name of it. I know there's like a, a kind of a chain of theaters that like specialize in like theater of the grotesque, mm -hmm. like doing things to f purposely like make you very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely that vibe. Apparently, according to this article, the, these direct, the theater director famously boasted he judged the success of the performance on the number of people who passed out in the audience. Oh, boy, yeah. The shock. Uh, but it was in 1915 um, at an English fairground that we had, like, the first commercial horror attraction, and it is the Orton and Spooner Ghost House. Ghost House! Yeah, so I saw pictures of it. It's actually really cute. Um, it was, like, a little small cottage. 
Um, but it was steam powered and the floors and walls would shake and there would be like gusts of air. It's kind of like the, um, we have a place at, uh, in Kansas city worlds of fun, like our amusement park Mm -hmm. has a little house that like, it's like that, but it it just kind of, you know, everything's a little lopsided and Mm -hmm. it'll blow stuff at you. And, um, but it's like definitely kid friendly. <laughs> yeah. And like this was like also, you know, like relatively mild, but it was like, ooh, a spooky kind of spooky experience. Um, but haunted houses came to America um, when Halloween kind of rose to prominence during the Great Depression. Um, and they're talking about how haunted houses were very similar to trick or treat in that it was ways that people were trying to find things to occupy youths mm-hmm. with instead of doing pranks on Halloween. <laughs> Which is interesting though, right? Cause it's still like, it's still kind of the same thing. It's controlled it pranking. <laughs> right. I know. As I was reading this, they were like property damage, vandalism, harassment of strangers. And I was like, yeah, that, that sounds like teens. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Teens through the ages. We, they still like that. <laughs> During the Great Depression, um, families would set up like little house to house trails of terror and set up like little spooky experiences in their basements. Oh, I've always wanted to go to like, there was this house when I was younger that did like a trail through the woods in the back of their Mm, house. Yeah. And I've always wanted to like have that experience in my home, my home some way for kids. I think that's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I I have never really experienced that in real life. But I remember um, I was watching a, a Netflix documentary about haunts and haunted attractions. And they had oh, like, I watched se- that. Yeah, one. they had the segments about like the home haunts. And I thought that, that was super interesting. Yes, I watched that with Taylor a couple of years ago, I think. And oh my gosh, that is so fascinating. People who are really into like turning their homes into a haunted house. So cool. <laughs> yeah. And it it turns out that it is very true to the roots of Halloween in America. <laughs> good. Good on them. Good job. <laughs> yes. Um, but the haunted house, like as a commercial entity or something that, you know, isn't just like something a family would do or like a carnival thing, um, was actually traced back to the haunted mansion. My, really? My fave. Yes. I was gonna, I was wondering if it had specifically to do with that. Yeah, uh, they were. Um, so obviously, as we covered in our haunted mansion episode, go back and listen to that if you want um, a full breakdown. Uh, but the haunted mansion opened in 1969, and it really kind of revolutionized things by using these, you know intricate illusions and things like that so it wasn't just like oh there's like someone in like a rubber mask here being like ah there were like kind of a real immersive experience tricks of the eye yes and so um that is kind of credited as being the start of like the industry of haunted attractions and it was around this time um that the jc's the um, u.s junior chamber um, haunted houses was like their big fundraiser. I, re- <laughs> you're from the Midwest. I am. <laughs> Do you ever go to those like church haunted houses that were fundraisers? Oh my god, I I did not. But that the the next fact on my list was <laughs> 1972 was one of the first hell houses. The oh my god, anti Halloween yes. attraction. I have never been. I've like certainly heard a lot of stories, but I have have never been to one personally. Oh, you bet your sweet booby I have. Give us, the, <laughs> give us, do you have some facts about the Hell House um, 
birth before I get into this? Uh, just that um, it was introduced um, by Jerry Falwell at Liberty University. So, you know, hotbed of evangelical kind Incredible. of sentiment. But feel free to, to school us about hell houses. Oh, man. I mean, I first of all just want to say, like, I'm not here to dog on religion at all. But churches putting on haunted houses shouldn't happen ever. <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed. And yeah, it's always like, so we went to this like little church Halloween thing when I was three or four years old. And this was advertised as like a family friendly mm-hmm. haunted house. Um, I swear on a stack of Bibles that that is the reason I was so scarred for like all things Halloween mm-hmm. for so long. Like why I was scared of animatronics, why I was scared of like it was so horrifying and of course you know it's all like sins it's not yes. like yes <laughs> it, it's, it's not like, like werewolves <laughs> no no it's like oh so and so thought it would be cool to try a marijuana cigarette <laughs> uh yeah oh my god and they would spatter you like the blood spatter you mm. with blood i was four Hello, yeah, church. <laughs> <laughs> they are not messing around in the hell houses. It was oh my god, uh, wild. N- not not a hell house, but a like fundraising haunted house was my experience of like working with a haunted house in high school. Oh, uh, did you work at one? Um, I volunteered um, because I was in um, Leo Club, which was like the kid version of the Lions Club. Okay, um, which. I don't know if people have these in not the Midwest, but it's like, I don't you know, think so. I think it's pretty Midwestern. <laughs> it's basically like a club for a bunch of dudes to hang out and do stuff. And there's like business networking, um, but there's usually like a women's version and like sometimes a youth version. And so I was in that. It's kind of like um, a like a rotary club. I think yeah. like a lot of places I think call them rotary. Yeah, or it's something. like a, a social slash charitable organization. Yeah. And so we did a lot of volunteering and I, we partnered up with, um, it was someone, I think it was on behalf of United Way. There was Mm -hmm. like another group um, that was putting on a haunted house. And so we uh, were volunteering um, our time for it. And I, I just even remember like I was being walked through this haunted house that was being constructed like in a community center and I was like, this is scary. I don't like this. <laughs> it's not even in action yet. And you're already like, no, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm I'm too like on edge with this that I don't even want to be in the haunted house. So I ended up volunteering to work the concession stand. So I just sat in the lobby and like sold bags of M&Ms to people <laughs> the whole night. <laughs> this disproves my theory because I always wondered if like being, I mean, because I mean, like scare actors are a very like, hot commodity right like it's i mean Mm -hmm. it's really i I feel like there's a real art to being a scare actor too i always thought like with my acting training was like maybe i'll go work in a haunted house and that will remedy my fears you know like maybe it'll help me when i see it from the backside like i'll be less scared but yeah i mean it could i i was just like i was very i like pictured like being left alone in one of these like spooky rooms to wait mm. for like the next group of people oh, to come in yeah. to jump out. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, can I be on my phone? Can I have a nightlight? Right. 
It was it was too spooky, too spooky for me. <laughs> Three spooky, five me. Yeah. Yes. I uh yeah I I've only have you been to like one of the commercial haunted houses? Okay, so I wasn't sure if I was gonna save this for the end or put it in now, but I would oh, go okay. for it. Um, so. I have I have two life experiences with haunted houses. Okay. <laughs> One being when I was a kid, I would say probably under 10. I'm not sure. We were, my family was at some kind of harvest fair and they mm-hmm. had a haunted barn. And I decided that I wanted to go in the haunted barn. You and, were feeling brave. Yes. I was going to say, if anyone has listened to the Haunted Mansion episode where this exact same thing <laughs> happened, my parents were like, I don't think you do want to go in the haunted barn. I was like, nope, I definitely do. And my dad and I waited in this big line to go into this haunted barn. And the How old very are you th- at this point? Probably like 10. Okay. okay. 10 or 12, maybe. I don't know. I was like young, but like but old enough that I should yeah. have known not that I didn't want to do this. <laughs> old enough that the boundary maybe should have uh, been set for yourself. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but the first room that you went into, it was like a plexiglass window, um, like a like a zoo enclosure almost. Okay. And there was water and it was like a swamp scene. Mm-hmm. And I went right up there and pressed my face against <laughs> the glass. And of course, a horrifying swamp monster jumped out. And scared me, and I just completely lost my shit. And my dad had to carry me crying through the rest of the haunted barn to get outside. I was going to say, I don't know anything else that happened in there. I was going to say, they probably didn't have like the uh, like the haunted mansion where they have the like you're a yellow bellied like get out exit. (laughs) We had to go straight through, and I did. attempt again to go to a haunted house um with my girl scout troop because it's always the girl scouts all the girl scout the girl scout troop was going and i wanted to be part of everything and we were like waiting outside and i was getting more and more nervous and we like went into the first room that had like black light like neon graffiti everywhere and Mm -hmm. there was you know whoever the creepy character that was just like, welcome to this haunted house. And as we were walking in, I was just like, nope, I'm scared. And I just like grabbed onto one of the chaperone's arms and like hid my face in her shoulder and walked out with her. And then we got outside and I was like, oh my God, we're safe. And a giant stilts monster man came out from like behind There's something. always like one outside. Uh, and I, I have not been into a haunted house since then. <laughs> If I've learned one thing, it's that there's always one outside. Right. Like you, wait, as uh, soon as you think you're done, you're absolutely not done. Uh, yep. So th- <laughs> those are my haunted house experiences. So you've not really um, fully experienced no, one then. Not really. <laughs> what about you? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, somewhat. Here's the thing, right? For me. It's like a roller coaster, like waiting Mm -hmm. to get on. I'm like, God, no, God, no. Oh, God, no. (laughs) And then the minute I'm in it, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Um, But I can almost never work myself up to the point of Mm -hmm. wanting to go in. Um, I did go. So Kansas City actually has a lot of haunted houses. Um, We have this whole area downtown called the West Bottoms. That's like a... um, basically a vacant warehouse graveyard um, where, where all the old like uh, cattle yards and everything used to be back in the day. And there's just vacant 
really creepy old buildings everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've turned a lot of them into haunted houses. So uh, we've got like the beast and the edge of hell are like our big ones. Um, I went in high school <laughs> with some friends and the reason they got me to go is because there is one called the Chambers of Poe here. Um, and it's like every room is a different Poe poem. Oh, that's cool. So it was actually quite cool. Uh, I did have a panic attack right before going in. <laughs> and you like, you climb these really tall stairs. This is one of my favorite like little stories of anything that ever happened to me. I just, the image is hilarious in my brain. Uh, we climb this giant, tall, dark staircase. We get to the top and there's this like middle-aged man in a huge raven costume. <laughs> and he can tell like, I am not okay. And yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like a grown person. Like I'm 17 or 18 at this point. Um, but I'm having a full-blown come apart. And he like reaches into his little like wing sack i don't know like he had like a little secret pocket Mm -hmm. and pulls out (laughs) what i'm sure like is for children little glow sticks and like cracks them and like puts them around my wrists he's like it's gonna be okay (laughs) and so that was a very tender moment i had with a raven that was a very Uh, nice raven (laughs) right before i had the shit scared out of me um but it, it actually was very cool like that the premise of that with a literature spin, it can be fun, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's part of why, like, I'm, I, I kind of want to try one again, because I do feel like I am significantly braver than I used to be. And like, I do a lot better with like scary movies mm-hmm. these days and stuff. And there are like so many like haunted attractions that have really cool premises. Like I always, um, I can't usually watch any videos because I get extremely motion sick, so mm. unrelated to the hauntings, but like all of like the different like Halloween horror nights mazes and stuff, like, yep. like the concepts are really cool. And I'm like, oh, I bet I would really like that. Or, you know, it's, you know, Stranger Things or something like that. And I, I would think I would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I would love to go to HHM, but I'd, I'd be worried that like the minute I got there, I wouldn't be able to handle yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And then you've spent all this money. I did go to, again, Worlds of Fun. I feel like I'm giving them free publicity today uh they do a halloween haunt so that's you know our local amusement park and i did go to that two years ago or three pre-covid halloween pre-covid mm-hmm. yeah um and i did not go through any of the mazes but i was proud of myself that i was able to like walk through the park even because you know they have people like running yeah, up to yeah. you and they have people that like have like metal things on their um elbows so they like slide and it makes like sparks and things yeah yeah because is um is worlds of fun a six flags uh no but yes it's uh it's owned by like cedar rapids so it's a different branch but i mean same difference basically yeah because i'm we have less great america (laughs) up here and like it's the same thing where like i've been invited a lot of times to like go Mm -hmm. to their like halloween like thing at the park and i'm just like i don't want people to jump out and follow me (laughs) right well and it's it's different like i mean like you said like i also i've like i've gotten so much better with horror films and things but there's something very different even though like in my brain i know that the the threat is not real yeah my fight or flight is very active (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and 
And I'm either going to have a full like drop to the ground, scream crying, or I'm going to hit, which is more likely. I have a very quick trigger finger with a punch when I get scared. And I don't trust myself in that situation. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. It can. Yeah, it can be really scary. And oh, speaking of um, like the kind of movie industry and film prospects. Um, They do also talk in this article that like slasher movies were then also like a huge boom feeding into haunted houses. So I honestly thought that's what you were going to say was like the eighties was probably when they got prominent because I feel like that's when horror really took off. Yeah. They were saying that's really when like the professional haunted houses Mm. really started to build um but then also also a reason i was thinking of six flags um there was a fire at a six flags um in a haunted house in new jersey um, oh, no. where in 1984 where uh eight eight teenagers died and so um tons of stuff were set down there were a lot more safety regulations put into place um which is good but that is also um really kind of run down a lot of like the volunteer haunted houses because and now that's a real haunted house yep (laughs) right i'm like the groups of eight teenagers are haunting that land now yeah scary mm -hmm. but yeah and so that really like changed the industry and kind of took um focus away from like those kind of like diy volunteer-based haunted houses and it is a much more of a professional industry today I wonder if haunters have to get, I'm sure they do have to get some kind of like permit and things to do that uh, in their, in their homes. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm sure they're supposed to. <laughs> um, it, it's probably <laughs> sure. one of those things that a lot of people don't pay a lot of a close attention to, but yeah. And then this wasn't, this was not part of the article. This was just my own thought. Uh, but I mean, these days, I can't help but think of, you know, things like McKamey Manor and Mm -hmm. these like super immersive, like horror experiences. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure absolutely no one listening to this podcast is shocked that I have zero interest in anything (laughs) like that. Um, But I feel like it's interesting that, you know, is kind of the next phase of the haunted house, this kind of like more, even more immersive horror experience yeah i i don't know i mean i'm glad you are kind of taking it this direction because this is going to be something i wanted to discuss just yeah. like why do people want to be scared so bad yeah like you know i mean I, I know i mean there are literal places now where you can like sign a waiver to basically be like stripped naked mm-hmm. and thrown in a van and yeah. driven out to the middle of nowhere it's like why why would you want to do that <laughs> what 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 thrill seeking like right gene yeah, do you I, mean, I, did, I, ooh, I guess it's no. i guess it's the adrenaline like i mean the same as like skydiving or bungee jumping or any of these kind of like controlled death defying experiences yeah. like that people really want to like feel a primal i guess i could see feeling like you'd sort of conquered something if you sure like, faced like a really you know primal terror and like made it through i mean i i feel like the <laughs> the payoff is not worth the like experience that you go no. through yeah well that's I, 
I don't know, y'all must have a lot more uh, control over your nervous system than I do because (laughs) I would be, even in a fake situation like that, I would be in panic and shock for weeks. Like, I would not, (laughs) I would not want to, yeah, like you said, no, no participation for me. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, it was really interesting. Did you watch um, the Dark Tourism series that was on Netflix? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. So there is an episode where he goes um, to McKamey Manor, which I know is also kind of just generally controversial um, in all of those things. Um, but so like the host goes to it and he's like there with another guy who just has like signed up and is like, I want to do this. And he is that kind of guy where he's like, I've gone skydiving i've gone cliff jumping i've done this and this and this and like this is like my next level of like seeking um, adrenaline junkie (laughs) yeah and it it was really interesting and interesting to just kind of see like the level of stuff they do and also i'm not sure i know that i think after this show like they had moved because of like the state kind of being like we don't think we're gonna let you do this yeah um, anymore but like the guy even had like you know like random teens from the neighborhood like involved in like waterboarding people and stuff like that and i'm just like this is such a weird situation and i guess i i don't think that something like that would ever replace the traditional haunted house just because i think it is such a small subset of people who really want that next level of scariness. Well, and I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess it depends on where you draw your boxes. But like, to me, that, especially like talking about like McKamey Manor and things, like that's like a, it it gets too real. Like, does that, like, I mean, to me, like the fun aspect of like a commercial haunted house is, that most of the time they are like, even though they're scary, there is like a goofy level of like camp with it of like, this would never happen, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, or hopefully um, like, I'm never going to be in a situation knock on wood where there's a, a bunch of like circus clowns chasing me, yes. <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that where you're dipping into like torture and uh, really scary, like body horror type like that too real we're dealing with too much in our society right now we don't need (laughs) i don't need an extra level of horror uh, that already exists like no thank you yeah very very spooky and and not not something for me but yeah it was it was interesting to like look back and i was kind of interested by how many articles about like the history of haunted houses were like well, the ancient Greeks did like scary plays. And I'm like, that's not really the same thing, though. (laughs) (laughs) It is like, it's interesting, though, like, it it is theater in a a sense. Yeah, it definitely is. I was just kind of like, that's why I'm like, I wanted to know like the distinct, like, this is a place that I go and I pay someone for like this kind of like full, full experience. experience. Like we also have like scary plays now. I wonder if other do other countries have haunted houses or is this because I know they don't like do up Halloween the way we do. Yeah, I don't know actually. It I didn't see a whole lot about international haunted houses. Um, so sound it off. It seems like a very folks. American like weird. Americans are so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, are we all so privileged that we need to pay to feel something bad? (laughs) What's going on, y'all? Take your meds. I don't. (laughs) 
know. I saw something else that was just like, interesting how we have to make fake busted up houses. Like, there's not enough busted up houses yeah, in go the buy world. Out. And but we're going to make a house look scary so that you can go in it and be like, wow, scary. Ooh, spoopy. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I have one, um, one other kind of cool, the only kind of other haunted attraction thing I've done. Yeah. Um, so my husband and I are in a Jeep club. My husband has like an off-roading Jeep and we went to, again, pre-COVID, um, our club used to do this thing called creepy crawl <laughs> and, uh, everybody like decorates their Jeeps spooky and everything. It's super fun. Um, but they will like, they made, I, I don't know what I was expecting. They kept telling us it's a haunted house. Like you drive, it's a drive through haunted house in the woods. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I was expecting like, you know couple people like hidden behind trees being like mm-hmm. bah! uh it was the coolest thing i've ever been through like they had decorated this trail i mean literally like glow in the dark orbs like hanging from the trees everywhere full vignettes in like every time you turned a different quarter there was a whole scene set up i mean it was wild and so freaking cool <laughs> it's the only time i've ever enjoyed a haunted house uh, and it was scary, but like there's that layer of separation because we were in our Jeep. I know. I was going to say, I'm like, if I was in a car, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> I will say we had our top and doors off. So like okay. they could like could get grab, really close yeah. to us. Um, but, there, you know, something about us being in a vehicle and them being on foot. I was like, we're safe. Um, it, it, it helped me trick my brain <laughs> enough to really enjoy the experience. Um so that was really, really cool. If you get the opportunity, I know some places are are like actually shifting to this now. Uh, now that the pandemic has happened, like drive through haunted houses are becoming mm-hmm. more of a thing. And if you have the opportunity to go to one of those, I would really highly recommend it. Because if especially if you're a scaredy cat like us, <laughs> it's really <laughs> a, a fun way to get to enjoy it, but also like feel the the fake safety of your yeah. vehicle. <laughs> Some security there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other haunted house stories to share or should we say goodbye for today? Oh, yeah. No, that's that's all, folks. <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks so much uh, for joining us uh, for a whole new year of Ghoul's Night Inn. Uh, we're excited to keep bringing you all of the best spooky stuff. And um, if you would like to keep in touch, you can follow our podcast on Instagram at Ghoul's Night in Pod. And please do leave a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. It definitely helps us out. If you are looking to find me, you can find me at Penny Snark. And you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And until next time. Goodbye. goodbye.